Welcome back to the Bloody Bizarre Podcast. My name's Emma. I'm Sarah. Thanks for tuning back in after our two-week break. Let us know, (laughs) were you stressed during the period of our absence? Are you glad that we're back? If you're not glad that we're back, don't say anything. Why would they be listening if they weren't glad that we're back? Hate listening. Okay. I really thought that we would get more ahead than we did. (laughs) We really didn't get that much more done. It almost feels like we're further behind. I know. (laughs) I know. How is that possible? Yeah, I don't know. Well, I don't know. You You were away a fair bit. You were in Melbourne and then Bunbury. Yeah, but it's like midweek. <laughs> we wouldn't generally like record anyway. Anyway, thanks for ha- thank- um, glad that we're back. <laughs> I'm a little bit hungover. Just put that out there. I'm going to post that photo of you with your cap on. Great. So I have a gripe that I wanted to address. Sure. About my cat, Frankie. Go on. So she's been vomiting a lot lately. Not a lot. You know, every every couple of days as cats do. I guess. Well, she's old. So today we're in the kitchen, her and I, and there's a piece of plastic on the ground. So she goes to eat it. And I'm like, no, Frankie, no. And I like get it out her mouth. She runs back over to it and gobbles it down. And I was like, what the fuck? Why did, why was it back on the floor? <laughs> <laughs> why didn't you just put it straight in the bin? <laughs> That's not the point of this story. <laughs> now I've got a gripe with you. <laughs> well, well, I've got a gripe with you. <laughs> Not putting it straight in the bin. Okay, shut the fuck up. Let me, let me tell my gripe. Okay, go on. So she runs back over to him, gobbles it down real quick. So I can't get my – I even like, I put my finger in her mouth and I couldn't get it out. Yeah. It's also like <laughs> when you put your finger inside Frankie's mouth, it doesn't feel like a mouth. There's it's like, nothing there. It's weird. It's like, yeah, it's like a like – for, for anyone who hasn't seen Frankie, she's one of those squish face cats and she's really old and so she's got like no teeth and yeah. like her <laughs> mouth is like a little – her face is like an asterisk. Yeah. So she gobbles it down. And then it, like, two minutes later, throws up. And I'm like, obviously. Yeah, um, I still feel like this is on, on you. <laughs> what? I, when um, you have a child, you have to just make sure that there's nothing around that they can stick in their mouth. And Frankie is like your child. Frankie is a little baby, a little burn. Um, I also wanted to, to tell you something that I said at work that I don't think got the response that I was looking for. And I, I think you'll like it. And is I it a joke? Kind of. Sure. I've had a sore neck the past few weeks and um, someone asked me how it was feeling and I said, it's a little tendy, but it's on the mendy. <laughs> yeah, I do like that. Yeah. <laughs> Did and they like it? N- no, they looked at me like the, the, like as if I just said, yeah, it's fine, thanks. And I said, <laughs> did you hear? And they go, huh? And I go, I said, it's a little tendy, but it's on the mendy. And they go, yeah, I heard. <laughs> Who was it that you told? Charlie. Oh, I thought he would like it. Yeah, I thought so. I was like, did you? I was like, I said something funny. But, but did you get it? <laughs> Do you want me to say it again? <laughs> I enjoyed it. Thanks. <laughs> I might even steal that. Yeah, you can. And look, listeners, feel free to take that. <laughs> that one's that one's a treat for um, tuning back in after two weeks away. <laughs> Tendy, but on the mendy. Yeah. So our two weeks was uneventful yeah. in terms of like doing stuff for for the podcast we didn't really didn't really get that much done no anyway should yeah. we jump in yes what I've are got, you telling us about i've got this? a fun one today so okay because before we went on the break we had some real heavy ones that were sad and upsetting yeah um this one's not that there's okay. s- some parts of it that are a little bit but it's mostly 
it's mostly kind of fun. Okay. All right. I'll tell you my sources. Oh, actually, no. I'm going to have to tell you what it is first because okay. <laughs> it gives it away. I'm doing Slender Man. Oh, okay. So my sources are Wiki, um, the Slender Man fandom. Wiki feet. Wikipedia. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Wikipedia, if it was spelt differently, could be like Wiki feet, right? Podia. Podia. Wikipodia. Yeah. <laughs> is there a thing called Wiki feet? Yes, sir. And so, like, feet fiends, like, look at people's, look at celebrities' feet. But it's not run by Wikipedia. I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, I've never, I've never been on it personally. We should check it I out. I can't tell you. For science. Yeah, look, while you're telling your sources, let me get Wikipedia up on my phone. Hang on. Okay. Where's my phone? So, my sources are Wikipedia, <laughs> theslenderman.fandom.com, and the HBO documentary um, called Beware the Slender Man. Ooh. Are you on WikiFeet? Yeah. What's it like? Weird. Show me. Feet of the week. Ew. Yeah. It's like a porn site. Yeah, it is. Should I submit mine? Absolutely not. <laughs> I'm going to do it. All the boners in the world would uh, be gone forever. <laughs> it would cure people's people foot fetishes. Feet fetish. <laughs> Actually, yeah, put it on there. Not that there's anything wrong with foot fetishes, you know, if anyone listening is into feet. um, That's your own philia, but it's just kind of funny. Like, you've got to accept that people are going to make little jokes about it. Right? (laughs) (laughs) If you you have any complaints about Sarah teasing your um, fetish, send them through directly to Sarah. (laughs) In fact, just send them through to the Instagram and Sarah reads them anyway. Yeah, don't come to me. Okay. Let's dive in. All right. The year was 2009. Barack Obama had just become president of the United States. Statement belts were in. And the internet was obsessed with creepypastas. Mm. Do you remember creepypastas? I was not a dabbler, but I do. I think I found out about it like later in life. Mm -hmm. Yep, yep, yep. Well, for for anyone who doesn't know, creepypastas were basically just scary stories. They were made to sound real um, and then they would get shared around the internet on a a lot of times like on Reddit and places like that. Um, I I do remember like chain emails. Yeah, they're they're kind of like the grown-up version of chain emails a little bit. Yeah, like share this or this girl and this email will kill you. Yeah, I mean some other ones, I think I've written it later on, but some other ones apart from Slender Man that became famous were like The Rake and there's also like Jeff the Killer. And (laughs) (laughs) you remember that dog picture? (laughs) Smile dog. Smile dog, yeah. (laughs) So stuff like that, that's creepypastas. Um, But today I'm going to tell you about probably the most famous one, which is Slender Man. So it's widely believed that in 2009, uh, Eric Nudston, who was on the site Something Awful, created <laughs> what? <laughs> what? He was on the site Something Awful. That's what the site was called. Oh, I thought you meant he was on it all the time. Like he was on it Something Awful. <laughs> <laughs> no, the actual site was called Something, something Awful. awful. <laughs> okay. <laughs> It was on there, something chronic. Yeah, that's what I thought you meant. Okay, you're on a site called something awful. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And he um, created Slender Man by, so he photoshopped some pictures, some old pictures, and pretty much photoshopped Slender Man into the background of them and then created this, like, creepy backstory mm-hmm. for Slender Man. Clever ball. Uh, and boy, did he open a can of worms. So as the urban legend grew, creepypasta users picked up on the creature and started creating their own stories. 
As time went on, Slender Man became a pop culture icon. Who, a star. A star. <laughs> the guy who created him has himself said that he's surprised that Slender Man has become so mainstream. Mm, I bet he wish he like monetized it somehow. I actually think um, we'll, we'll go on because some stuff has come from it and I actually think he kind of like regrets it a little bit. Well, yeah, there was a, an attempted murder. Yeah, I'm going to talk about that. Okay, yeah. So in an interview, Eric Nutston said that his influences when creating Slender Man were H.P. Lovecraft's work, Stephen King's short stories, William S. Burroughs and Silent Hill, the game. Mm. I, I'll, I'll say this here because... I don't know when else, if I forget or something. So every morning when I wake up, I have it set to start a podcast, right? Just mm-hmm. like as my alarm. Once I once I silence my alarm, a podcast starts. Oh, yeah. And uh, I've forgotten to change it, but because every single morning it's the Slender Man episode of Red Handed that plays. Oh, my God. So every, every morning. Every single, and I always, I'm, I'm meaning to change it, like, or to like amend it so it's like, I don't, I don't even know how I would do that because I think you have to pick an episode to play. But, um, yeah, every morning. I'm annoyed at myself now that you've mentioned that, that I didn't listen to that episode before. Yeah. <laughs> because I'm sure there's stuff that I'm going to Well, I forget. can tell you. Okay, yeah, you can jump in. Because every morning. <laughs> this can be collaborative. Yeah. Slender Man is usually depicted as an extremely tall humanoid creature, usually around seven or eight feet, hey. with very long arms and legs. Yeah, I was going to say, maybe you want to fuck him. I... Uh, look, he wears a suit. He's tall. I was going to say, he's hairless. He wears a snazzy suit oh. with a red or black tie. And most creepily, his face lacks eyes, eyebrows, a nose or a mouth. He's just like devoid of any facial features. Slender Man is generally thought to be a nasty fellow, but his motives are unclear. And in some stories, he's almost portrayed as a sympathetic character. I saw ones where it's like Slender Man got bullied when he was a kid. And like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he doesn't have a fucking face. <laughs> yeah. And then he like became a monster because kids bullied him. I think he was already a monster. Let's be clear. He has super long limbs. Yeah. And doesn't, isn't there some depictions where he has like tentacles coming off his back? Yes, I've got that here. Oh, so. His basic MO is that he will choose a target, usually a child, but not always, stalk them and torture them psychologically for years, generally characterized by appearing to people when they least expect it. So this starts sporadically and in the distance. So you just like see him out. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And then he becomes more and more obvious and closer and closer until you start seeing him like in your home and in your dreams. Basically, he pushes people to the point where they go insane. I think in your nightmares is probably a better way to describe it. Sure. In some cases, he can possess people, and if confronted, he will apparently charge at the antagonist and disappear with them to an unknown location. Slender Man often appears to his victims at random and often in a forested area or a location they frequent where their defences are down. So think somewhere quiet where you would walk your dog every day. So where you walk Cliffy, somewhere yeah. like that. Yep. The first time you see him, he doesn't do anything. He just appears to you, but from there you'll start seeing him more frequently. Now, in more recent times, and I presume as people have added their own stories about Slender Man, it's been added that he can cause electrical interference and that, like, he can mess up cameras and stuff like that. Right. There's also a version of this story where he can turn his arms into tentacles or sprout tentacles from his back, but this has become a less common version as time's gone on. Okay. Also, the original stories about Slender Man. Um, They were almost all involving missing children and teenagers and it's suggested that children are more innocent so they make easier victims 
And in the original stories as well, he also often impaled people on trees, which doesn't seem to be the case with the newer versions of the story. He just kind of disappears with people. He stopped doing that. Yeah. Um, And also in the newer versions, it's like adults as well. So as you can see, and typical of a fairy tale or folklore, different people have added their own flavor flavor to Slender Man. That's right. So I said before that Slender Man was created in 2009 and is a fictional character. And I want to make very clear before you get angry that I do not believe <laughs> Slender Man is real. <laughs> okay. But there are people who do think he's real. So <laughs> still, still, it's so funny that this, this guy's like, I created him. Mm. He's fake. He's not real. And people are still like, mm. I'll tell you why. Because basically in Germany in the 1600s, there were apparently stories about a slender man like creature. And these stories were often cautionary tales told to kids. Instead of wearing a suit in these stories, the figure was often wearing a knight's uniform. Um, and there are apparently drawings from the time of a tall creature taking children away as well. Okay, so they don't necessarily believe in the slender man, they believe in a slender man. No, they do. There are people who believe in the Slender Man. They think this is his, like, origin. Um, Skip forward to the early 1900s, and some people believe there's photographic evidence captured of Slender Man. Reports of a Slender Man-type dude can be found way back in America, the UK, and Russia. They're often linked to the disappearances of a child. Um, And weirdly, apparently, there were also sightings of him during World War II in Germany. Apparently, he started in Germany, I guess. But a lot of this history has been added in and faked to make Slender Man, to make the Slender Man legend more real. So, like, this guy created him in 2009 and then people who've added creepypastas have been like, the legend goes back to the 1600s. Um, In fact, one of the pictures I saw that was shown as, like, proof, it was Clifford. Clifford wants to come on the mic. Clifford. What do you have to say? He's like, don't talk about him. (laughs) <laughs> if clifford stood up he'd be like as tall as clifford <laughs> cliff is like i've seen him he's like th- those greyhounds down the street <laughs> um so yeah one of the pictures that i saw that was shown as like look at this photo from the 1600s of slender man taking children away oh fuck cliff is just fired <laughs> that's why he came over yeah, he, yeah oh jesus yeah yeah one of these pictures that was shown as proof I found a website that showed the original picture (laughs) and how it had been photoshopped to make it look like it was like a Slender Man-like picture, uh, Slender Man-like creature taking the kid away. So, yeah, obviously obviously he's not real, but if if it's on the internet, people will believe it, particularly kids. Yeah, dumb idiots. Yeah, so... That takes us to a very real-world crime that is linked to Slender Man, and that is the Slender Man stabbing. Mm-hmm. On May 31st, 2014, in Waukesha, Waukesha County, I heard, yeah. it, I heard it on the documentary. Yeah. I'm just trying to remember Waukesha. how they said it. Waukesha. Waukesha County, I think. It, look, I, like I say, I heard it every morning. <laughs> <laughs> in Waukesha, Waukesha County. Wisconsin? Wisconsin, yep. Three friends, Anissa Weir, Morgan Geyser and Peyton Leitner, Mm -hmm. I believe they were all 12, had just had a sleepover and were going to the park to hang out. This is what their parents and Peyton thought at least. Mm -hmm. 
Once they got to the park, Morgan and Anissa lured Peyton into a forested area before stabbing her 19 times. The girl's motive was apparently to appease Slenderman. Yeah. Peyton sustained stab wounds to her liver, stomach, diaphragm, and incredibly a wound that was a millimetre off missing a major artery in her heart. Mm. After stabbing her, her friends told her to stay there while they went to get help, yeah. although they had no intention of getting her help. I'm pretty sure they said to her, um, like, stay there, don't move. It'll mm. make the blood, blood like, move slower if you, if you stay down. Yeah. Yep. And we'll go get help. And obviously, like you said, they didn't. We'll go get help. Yep. Yeah. Peyton eventually managed to drag herself to a road nearby and a passing cyclist found her and called emergency services. Mm-hmm. Anissa and Morgan were found a few hours later walking towards Nicolette National Park, which is apparently where Slender Man's mansion is. <laughs> the Slender Mansion. Slender Mansion. <laughs> it's actually like when you when you hear them talking about it, because they in the documentary they show footage of like their police interviews and stuff. Mm. And it's just insane because the stuff that they are saying sounds so ridiculous Mm. and out of this world. Like, oh, yeah, so his mansion is in Nicolette National Park and that's where um, you can, like, live with him and... Mm. Yeah, um, and, and I think, do you talk much more about these two? This a little case? bit, yeah. Okay, I'll let you go on, and okay. then I'll tell you what I know that you've maybe missed. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, the girl's motive, as you've probably guessed, was to appease Slenderman. So, incredibly, Peyton survived the attack, and she was discharged from hospital after a week. Yeah. Which is crazy. She was so close to being killed. Yeah. And, I, like, a week after she was out of hospital. It's always amazing, those things where it's like, this person was... It, like, the, the, the line between life and death is so fine. A millimetre. Yeah. I think I actually read it was less than a millimetre. It was like yeah. a hair strand or something. Yeah. Yeah, off missing this major artery in her heart, which would have almost definitely killed her. Yeah, she would have just bled out on yeah. the floor. Yeah. yeah. As for the attackers, they were both sentenced to time in psychiatric facilities and there was a lot of back and forth here with the trial because initially they were tried as adults and I think they were initially found guilty but their legal counsel obviously appealed um, and it was taken into account that Morgan, I believe, Morgan in particular, had... uh, psychiatric issues so her father had schizophrenia has Mm. schizophrenia Mm. and her parents hadn't seen any signs in her that she also had that and like they talk they talked to the parents in the documentary and they were saying basically the dad's is well under control he's medicated he's never had like you know in the whole time that they've been a family he's never had an issue with it it's something that he manages yeah it's managed fine so they didn't even think about the chance that it could have been passed on to their daughter and they also say both of the parents of these girls talk about the fact that like there were no signs that they could see they said yeah, yeah. they were into like slender man and creepy passes and stuff but so were lots of kids yeah yeah um they and said I, they were just normal girls like and i think the parents the parents of the girl who potentially has schizophrenia too they they said something like they were planning on having a talk with her about it mm. like when she got a bit older yeah but they didn't expect that at 12 years old that she would be of course yeah. how would they predict something no. like this yeah i felt really sorry for the parents in the documentary because they obviously like there's a level of guilt yeah for them. of course but like the dad was saying oh i've seen people asking 
why we didn't why we weren't keeping a closer eye on her and stuff and he was like in this house like doors bedroom doors are always open unless they're getting changed or something mm-hmm. um you know she would have her screen time and then she'd have to come and have dinner with the family mm-hmm. he's like what mm-hmm. more were we meant to do we yeah. can't be like standing yeah. over her all the time yeah and i mean like that's at 12 years old you are starting to go out to parks with your friends and like yeah start, you've got to you've got to give kids some like leeway you're starting to like explore independence a little bit yeah and the dad also said which i thought was really sad he was like i'm angry about this because he he was sort of like i'm angry that this stuff is on the internet and it's like you know gotten into their brains and whatever but he was like i'm angry about this so i can't even imagine how peyton's family how angry they must be about this yeah so i'll just tell you where they are now okay so as of right now anissa is a free woman Okay. Apparently she's at college, but okay. I don't know where. I'm not sure if she's changed her name or something. You would I don't know. I think you would have I to, would, right? I would assume. <laughs> yeah. Um, she was, yeah, she was given conditional release in 2019. Mm-hmm. Morgan remains in a psychiatric facility. Yeah. Apparently she was working on a thing to get out, but has dropped it. So right. I don't know how she's going. So um, just something else that um, is mentioned in the podcast is the level of planning that went into the stabbing. Apparently they like for weeks and weeks, they were planning the stabbing and the the two girls that were planning the stabbing, Anissa and Morgan, they were, they'd have like um, secret words that they would use in front of Peyton. Like they'd say things like, I can't remember exactly, but they'd say things like, have you got the chips? Meaning, have you got the knife? Oh my God. Shit like that. And Morgan had told Anissa to stab Peyton when she was sleeping, when she was staying over her house one night. Yep. And, or like the night before or something like that. And Anissa had said that she looked at Peyton and decided she'd give her one more morning. Oh, I did. That was in the documentary. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And yep. so she didn't stab her then. And then they were also like, they also tried to do it in the toilet. Toilet, yeah. yeah. In, in this like toilet block. Like, Which I was confused about block. because they talked about, so they tried to do it in the toilets and Peyton started freaking out because like it became obvious that they were trying to hurt her. And then they managed to somehow like calm her down and lure her into the woods. Yeah. So they wanted to do it in the toilet block because there was a drain. So they were like, we'll get the blood to drain out the drain, which is also like that level of planning too. Mm. But I think they asked her to get on the ground and she said no. So then one of them tried to force her on the ground, like on the floor Mm. of the toilets. And then it was like too difficult or something. So that was called off. But also if you're a 12 year old girl with two friends that are obviously closer than you are with them you're going to do everything to try and like yeah fit into that click again and so if they're like no 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 we're just joking we're just joking let's go outside yeah i, I can see myself just being like as a 12 year old not now yeah i guess especially <laughs> if they turned around and were like why are you freaking out yeah. like calm yeah. down we're yeah. just we're just joking it's just pl- we're just playing mm. she calm also down. when they did eventually stab her um the girl jumped on her and was like i'm just a little kitty cat or something like what? that yeah yeah the one who actually d- stabbed her yeah, and I also heard that Anissa or Morgan, I can't remember which one, whispered, I'm sorry. In her yeah, ear. she did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She said, I'm so sorry. And then, fucked up. And then, yeah, I'm just a little kitty cat and then started, like, stabbing her. Absolutely fucked. I imagine that if they were a little bit older and had had and were maybe a little bit stronger, they would have been able to murder her that day. Yeah, Cause yeah. Because 19 stab wounds, I bet a, a bunch of them were just, like, little punctures. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she had, the, she had stab wounds all over her. Yeah. Because the girl was, like, sitting on her legs and yeah. then, yeah, was just stabbing her. Yeah. And, yeah, I'm sure a 12-year-old, having never done anything like that before, <laughs> would probably start off, yeah. like, not really 
puncturing, but obviously yeah. they started stabbing her quite deeply because yeah. she nearly died. Yeah, 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 yeah. The girl who was stabbed, Peyton, she's actually said they asked her in an interview what she would say to the girls if she was ever to see them again. And she said, I'd say thank you because it gave me an interest in medicine and she's now like pursuing medicine. Yeah, I wouldn't necessarily say thank you if someone had stabbed me 19 times. I know. Yeah, I know. And I, I just thought like... It's just so sad across the board because they they all seem like normal kids. I don't know. I feel like if those two hadn't hadn't it's it's like the perfect storm. Those two kids who both are maybe like outcasts and who are into this stuff have just sort of it's almost well, like a shared delusion. Like yeah, they were saying that Morgan has the psychiatric problem, so she fully did believe in it. She was delusional. She thought mm-hmm. this was real. And then Anissa was kind of the less dominant and was just following Morgan's lead. Yeah. Um, and so that's probably why Anissa's out and living a relatively normal life now. Yeah, um, it's like those sisters we talked about. Um, the Papan sisters? No, no, no. Oh. The uh, Oh, um, the ones that I covered. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the ones from Sweden? Yeah. Ursula and Sabine. Sabine, yeah. 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 Yeah, It's kind of like them, how one of them just ended up getting out of hospital and going home. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Just like, oh, well, done with that. Yeah. Even that's weird. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, That whole whole story. Yeah. Sorry. Mess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. No, it's it's very um, sad. Yeah. Uh, And Eric Nudston, the guy who created Slender Man, he put out a like release press release or something when this stabbing happened and was like this is fucking horrible he's got mm. a daughter himself oh, right. he obviously didn't expect anything like that to come <laughs> and like it's such a you wouldn't he like i've seen his original post when he when he made it and it's just like it's a it's an old old timey photograph black and white photograph from like the turn of the century and he's just like photoshopped this slender man figure in the background and then he's put this blurb like after this photo was taken uh six of these children went missing and then <laughs> the um there was a fire at the facility behind and yeah. like just making it like creepy yeah. and fun yeah like it's it's Is just the creepy pasta website still up and running today yep creepypasta still exists there's top ranked there's famous creepypasta there's based on a true story bullshit <laughs> bedtime love to hear out. about a, a creepy long man um eyeless jack i remember that one eyeless jack is the name that i would give to a cat that's lost both its eyes <laughs> <laughs> the, the the term long man reminds me of that that um, I think it's a TikTok of, of that comedian Lisa Gilroy where she's drawing the man in the courtroom and she's like, Your Honor, I drew this man, but he keeps getting up. And so now, like, he's got a really long body. <laughs> it does. <laughs> I want to get him, I want to get Slender the long man. man tattooed on me. That long man, not Slender Man. Yeah, that's um, niche. I don't think people would have seen that, but. Um, look up Lisa Gilroy. She's really funny. Yeah, she is. Okay, well. That's me done for this week. Yep. Look, we're at 33, so that's fine. Okay. But we did have a lot of, like, bullshit that you're going to have to cut out. Yeah, that's all right. Um, Thanks once again for tuning back in after our two-week hiatus. We did not accomplish what we thought we were going to. No. Um, but that it is, was entirely unproductive, but yeah. <laughs> you live and you learn. It's par for the course. <laughs> we won't do it again. <laughs> um all good. Yeah. All's well that ends well. Please follow us on the socials if you're enjoying listening to this. So we... Oh, I remember my last grab. What? I bought something off Timu. Yeah. Uh, it's behind you. And if you'll just look at the plug that's attached to that, Sarah. 
It's a fucking American plug. What the fuck? Yeah, that's annoying. They knew that they were sending it to Australia. They knew. Okay. um, Thanks for listening. And, yeah, please follow us on the socials or whatever. And we've got a website if you want to drop us a line, give us any suggestions of next week. Not next week, but next time I record, I'm doing um, one that was suggested. Ah, I actually haven't started my next one yet. Um, you better get onto it. We don't have much time. Oh, no. <laughs> I guess I'll have to do it tomorrow night. I'm playing the forest tomorrow night. I thought you were doing that tonight. No, tonight I'm playing a different game. Oh my God. I'm a gamer now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Thanks, everyone. Thanks. Bye. Bye.